So on today, you guys, I just want to introduce my most passionate interview thus far. This is with Lady LaDonna. She is doing some amazing things. She has an amazing story. And you guys, when you hear the things that she has done, you are going to be blessed. So I just want to start out and say welcome today. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So this has been such an exciting experience. Um, as you guys know, a lot of my viewers, I meet uh, a lot of my interviews, I meet through the platform LinkedIn. And this was another great opportunity. I'm always posting about different opportunities that you have, and you should definitely capitalize on them. So no, we didn't know each other, but I still reached out. You know, one of my most important things I always like to say is, um, you may not know someone to connect, but you will never get to know them until you connect. And I'm so grateful for this connection on today. Awesome. Again, thank you. No, I did not know this beautiful lady. And <laughs> I am so thankful that she did reach out to me. And thusly, this is why we're here today. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay in your seat because God has something great for you today. Oh. Yes. Oh, you guys, you heard it. So we're going to jump right in. So <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead and start going through some of the interview questions because I want to be able to capture this amazing knowledge and share it. But if you have anything that you want to share, just go ahead and share it. It's no rush, no time or anything like that. If we have to break it up into two episodes, I may have to bring you back for three or four. <laughs> awesome. We're here because there, there are a lot of background things that are happening phenomenally. Uh, my book, in which sometime during this interview, we're going to talk about, yes. my book yes. is now in reproduction with the largest, the largest Christian platform and publishing company there is. So you I'm thankful. <laughs> you heard that, ladies. There are some women out here that are listening that are already know that they have books in their bosom. You know that you are already in position to create a platform through your passions as an author. So listen up. This is really important. And if you guys are listening, you know someone, I want you to share this, this episode with them so that they can hear it as well. So how did you decide to go into your career initially? before you, you know, became a best-selling author and all of the great things that you have accomplished, how did you decide on a career? Well, you know, things kind of, and please hear when I say this, hear when I say this, things kind of fall in my lap as it mm -hmm. relates to jobs. Mm -hmm. And I have been a part of a Fortune 500 companies all the way now. I'm part of a 50 Fortune corporation wow. and it is a mass a massive uh, conglomerate of news um, media and entertainment it is huge and I'm, I'm located in Atlanta Georgia and I'll just go ahead and tell you who I work for <laughs> I'm all excited <laughs> I work with and for CNN Warner Media and um, this go around I work in corporate communications executive corporate communications, executive corporate marketing and equity and inclusion. And I tell you, man, we deal with all of the brands, uh, now 40, 40 or 41 brands under the umbrella of Warner Media, which is include, which includes, um, Adult Swim, CN, uh, what is that? TBN, TBS, uh, TCM, 
Cartoon Network, all of those platforms that that's a part of our brand. And we deal with, again, the executive corporation, communications, marketing, equity, inclusion, and any of those talents from Claws to um, The Last OG to all of those uh, shows and sitcoms you see, mm-hmm. uh, the some of the talent is under our belt. Hissaray, oh my God, the, the whole nine. So, I, I, yes. I am thankful and I'm, I am blessed. Uh, this go around, I ended up in that division. The first time I was with uh, CNN on the Turner uh, media side, I was corporate um, finance, like procurement. Then I went over to corporate tax and all of that great stuff. That was fine. But where I am now is my dream. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's my dream too. <laughs> and and this is and this is this is the most amazing part of the interview because my goal was to and and we are women of faith and we definitely uh God is what brought us together. LinkedIn may have been the channel, but God definitely was the source. And this oh, yeah. and, and this is what we're talking about. We have some amazing women of color in positions and we and it is okay you can be an entrepreneur as an entrepreneur you can take mm-hmm. your entrepreneurial mindset and run these boardrooms and that's the oh, most yeah. important thing because as an entrepreneur you create opportunity for entrepreneurs that is correct that is correct and you know it goes hand in hand what i've learned and experienced and and love on the outside of um, uh, CNN Warner Media. Mm-hmm. It, man, I've been doing this for about 22 years plus with my business, mm-hmm. which is called Bridgepoint Media mm-hmm. and Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And it has housed some of the um, best gospel and secular artists in the way of public relations, bookings, um, coordinating events, um, things of that nature. That's a business consulting that's Bridgepoint Media and Entertainment, which is my company. Yes. And on the ministry, on the ministry side, mm-hmm. and uh, this is so beautiful. Bridgepoint, Bridgepoint Evangelistic Ministries, mm. and the slogan there is, and the slogan there is bridging the people together bridging them together and pointing them to christ bridge point evangelistic ministries so that's the lord gave all of that uh years ago in a dream Uh, just like he uh he continued to do in my life and he gave me the dream about this book yeah and i'll tell you much more about it when we get to that point absolutely absolutely and I, and that's what I want to do. I hear the passion. And you know, the name of the show is Pitfalls, Pains, Passions, and Pleasures of Entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. just throughout your journey with your bridge point, you said it started out as a dream and then you were able to realize it into reality and turn it into not only something that can bless people, but it can also elevate them to the Father. Oh, yes. Oh, and yes. That's beautiful. Let me tell you, let me tell you, growing up, um, in South Florida, my mom is, is a, uh, she was, well, she's transitioned now. Mm-hmm. And um, she just, we just laid her to rest in August. So God bless her. So love that woman. But I started out as um, helping on the, the streets, street ministry. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, my grandmother would pass out the clothes and 
um, pass out the food. My mom would preach and I would sing at a very, very young age and just had a, a, a love for servanthood and a love for outreach ministry and things of that nature. That's where I received a lot of my teaching and love right there. And as I grew up in age, a part of our church ministry, I started being a part of the prison ministry, mm. wherein one of the deacons or one of the ministers or elders would go in and preach. Um, then someone would read the scripture and I would sing. Was I scared? Yes, I was. <laughs> but I just didn't know really any better. I, all I knew is that I wanted to sing mm-hmm. and I love to sing and had a gift of singing. And my, my thought process was, Lord, wherever you place me, I'm going to, I'm going to sing. Mm-hmm. And so it happened to be on the street. It happened to be, of course, in the church, in the choir. And then it grew from there, moved to Atlanta and became a member of the one of the largest largest mega ministries in Atlanta Mm -hmm. and I became to be a part of the music department Mm -hmm. as far as being one of the choir members then the Lord elevated me to be a background singer on the praise team yeah Mm -hmm. this ministry was 25,000 plus honey yes we used to have three services on Sundays Wow. Yes, ma'am. Mm. That's, I miss those days too. And then it grew from there where I became a um, early morning worship leader, 5 a.m. Once a month, mm. our church would come together and have 5 a.m. Um, prayer. And I was the one of the uh, praise and worship leaders. And then it moved from there that I was one of the praise and worship leaders uh <laughs> i just the lord just have blessed me so and some of the people who i really uh was trained under per se at this mega ministry i call the names byron cage Yay. william murphy bishop william murphy Yay. um darwin hobbs judith McAllister, all of those greats and then um i remember receiving a message uh one day by phone and uh, at that time, Anthony was our uh, worship and arts director. And he said, I got a request. I said, what is it? I thought he wanted me to lead a song. He, I said, what is it? He said, Lady Long would, would like for you to pull a women's choir together and be the directors of the women's choir here. Oh. And I was mad. I was like, are you serious? And I was... My stomach was on <laughs> so nervous the entire week because I asked him, I said, when will the women sing? When will we start singing? He said, oh, this Sunday. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, my good man. If I could say this here, man, I had diarrhea that whole week. <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous, but the grace of God, the... Um, the spirit of the Lord and the anointing of the Holy Spirit Amen. rest on my life. And I promise you, sometimes we get assignments like that and the adversary tries to come in and plant fear. Right. But let me tell you, when you serve a great God, like the God I serve, Amen. the God of all creations, mm. and you allow his son, Jesus Christ, 
to fill your life with all of these beautiful blessings and you'll, you follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit, you can't go wrong. Absolutely. You can't go wrong. <laughs> that women's choir, not by my doing, not by my might, but by the Holy Spirit, that women's choir told that church up mm. that Sunday. Exactly. And to the point, to the, to the point, you had, uh, I think Dr. Cindy Tran was there. The, um, Bernie's King was there and, and we, and our bishop at that time was there. They all jumped up like, <laughs> you know, cause that was the first time for the women's choir and the Lord just really blessed and blessed and still blessing. Mm. And that sounds like yeah. a, an amazing, passionate adventure in not only just stepping out on faith, but actually continuing throughout that path. You know, they used to say, and I still believe it, that fear is nothing but false evidence appearing real. You agree That's with it. that? That is it. Yeah, and I, I agree 100. And I just feel like that this is also another example of entrepreneurship because we have to step out on faith especially if it's something that we never done we never done before and God has given us the inspiration to right. do it right and so that yeah. that was definitely i can hear that was definitely a passion and a pleasure would you like to tell us about some pains and pitfalls <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> oh god yeah in my book i am diva mm-hmm. this came in my dream I grew up at a very young age singing just all up and down um, the East Coast District and, and everywhere else with uh, uh, some met bad singers out of our ministry in mm-hmm. South Florida. I mean, bad, bad, bad to the bone. Mm. And they still can sing. And uh, I always wondered why uh, many of them did not record professionally. Mm-hmm. I just still wonder. Um, but I, I have... I am recording professionally. I'm currently in the studio. So, um, yes, and we'll, we'll give you a sample. But in my dream, the Lord gave me this book, I Am Diva, because mm-hmm. throughout my years, people used to say, you're such a diva. Oh, you're such a diva. Oh, you're a diva. And I was like, oh, not knowing, not knowing there's another, there's a worldly definition oh, for diva. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I was, you know, just wasn't even paying any attention until I found out what and how the industry and who the industry would coin a diva, right? No judgment here, no judgment at all. And you know, nowadays men call themselves diva Mm -hmm. and no judgment. That's between them and the Lord. My, my job is to pray for them. That's it. Right. So when I found out, the definition, the worldly way, loud mouth, entitled, insecure, this and that, hopping from one relationship to the next, sometime in the same night or whatever. I was like, oh, no, that's not me. Oh, no, drugs, all that stuff. I was like, no, that is not me. And I said, Lord, uh-uh, that ain't me. So one night about two years ago, Mm-hmm. Lord woke me up in my drink. He said, get up and write these acronyms down. And he said, you are a diva. And I said, no. And I'm wrestling in my sleep yes. with the Holy Spirit. 
Mm-hmm. One thing you cannot, you cannot win. Not- <laughs> when the spirit get a hold of you, mm-hmm. now nah, you might as well go on and yield. Right. Holy Spirit nudged me again, and it was so powerful that the next time he said, get up. Mm. I got up. He said, write this down. You are destined. Mm. You are integrity. Mm. You are victorious. Mm. You are anointed. That's who I've called you to be and much more. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I wrote it down and I went back to sleep. And the Holy Spirit woke me up again. He said, write the entire book title down. I am Diva. I am destined. I am integrity. I am victorious. I am anointed. That's who God called me and you and all of his people to be and much more. And one of the base scriptures is Jeremiah 29, 11. Hmm. Before you was even formed in your mother's womb, I already predestined you for greater greatness. Hmm. And even in the word, there's another scripture that says, and we will do greater works than Jesus Christ. Hmm. Now he did some show enough miracles in Mm -hmm. the Bible. Mm -hmm. And I, I I really got scared. I was like, no, Lord, mm -mm. let me just go on and sing all that other stuff. I'm, I'm good. The Lord said, no, this world has need of you. And I do believe sis, Every one of us here on this earth Mm -hmm. has a certain amount of people whom the Lord has made us and held us accountable to help bring in the body of Christ. Mm. The numbers that he and the people he's assigned you to, I can't, I can't get them. You have to get right. And I tell you, I tell you the way the Lord has blessed us. And when I say destiny and integrity, now integrity Will we get it right all the time? No, we're not perfect. But do know when we get ourselves in those little hiccups and things, get it right immediately. Right. And if you and if we get it right immediately, immediately, those things, those negative things won't stay stuck and planted in our life and in our spirits. And when he said that, he, the Lord said, and you will do. You will have victorious and victory in the things that I've assigned you to do. And then he said, anointed. Anointing is a church word. It is a church term. Mm. And I'm a byproduct of being laid, laid hands on with, with the anointing oil. I get that. I love that. I got some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I get that. But the way the Lord gave it to me, anointed, He says, I've called you specifically to do a specific work that nobody else can do. Mm. And they can't do what you you follow what I'm saying. I I can't do. Yes. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. I I absolutely do. Because for me, the anointing is when God adds his super to my natural. That's it. That's Mm. it. Mm. That's it. None of none of our ability. Mm -mm. Nope. Mm -mm. And that's the number one reason why we have, I have to give him the credit because to take his credit is to take his glory. And I would never want to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's the, for me, that's the first level. If I'm destined and I'm of integrity, then that means I got to first be respectful unto God because it's the, mm-hmm. it's the, it's the order. It's the order. And then something else 
that I personally had to perfect in that divine order is God, you know, husband, you know, you know, the actual levels, boss. Uh, and well, I would say God, husband, pastor, boss, <laughs> and then I everybody else. And and it I was it. and and in a, and in my own early years, I was raised Baptist. It was God, pastor, everybody mm. else. Yeah, yeah. And that had to I be corrected, right? And and so mm. when when, when you, but it took the anointing to help me to understand that. It took the anointing to help to for me to really go behind the veil and get behind just the, the word and the religion to the relationship. See, we can't mm. get the anointing without the relationship. We can't get what's in God's hand unless we actually going after his heart. And, and it's right. like, mm, and it's like, for me, it's like David, like um, it was a constant worship. He was a worshiper. He was dancing. He was... Even when he was back with the sheep, he was still a dancer, a worshiper. And so I just feel like mm-hmm. that's, that's a part for me of building the, uh, the, the, my greater relationship and building my greater knowledge and understanding, which creates a greater level of anointing. There you go. I cannot come behind that. You laid it out. You've laid it out. <laughs> Well, I always say I'm not a preacher, but I can bring a word. <laughs> well, who 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 said that you're not a, a preacher? Who who said that? Well, I'm not an ordained pastor or anything. You know, I mean, I'm spreading and, the good news. That's just titles. <laughs> those, those. Let me just help you right there, too, baby. Those are just titles. Mm-hmm. But the word of the Lord and the assignment is on your life. Mm. It's, it's, it's there and it, and I can see it's evident. So when you say, oh, I don't have the, t- uh, the paperwork, the title, the Lord ain't looking at that. Even some people with the title, they ain't acting right. Mm. But it's what's in you. It's what the Lord placed in you, the word, his love, his care for his people, mm. his, the heart that you have. Amen. There you go. Amen. That's what solidifies you. Amen. And whomever you're under in leadership, and when that time comes, you go to them, hey, I've been called to the Lord. Amen. They will, they will honor, they will honor and give you paperwork if that's what you need. Mm. And see that <laughs> but the Holy you. Spirit is all thank you. Thank you. And and it, that's just a confirmation from me and anybody that's listening, you guys. I want y'all to receive this as a confirmation as well, because that's what we do. You know, we, and we had this conversation offline yesterday and I appreciate it. And I'm going to tell everybody, I'm going to tell on myself yesterday, (laughs) you guys, when I first met lady, I was, you know, I mean, I'm confident in who I am and who I am. Y'all know that, but I was (laughs) like, Ooh, this is lady. Ooh, like, Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. And, and I, and I, I, it, unintentionally, I felt myself shrinking and I said, well, I just got a little, she said, uh-uh, you stop that little. It ain't nothing little about God. And so That's we got, we have to accept the anointing that I just talked about and don't shrink back from it. I, I personally and professionally find myself doing it and I am transparent you know I'm always give you the butt naked truth and this is how we grow is removing the mask taking off the mask and being transparent so that we can grow for real 
We're not trying to be in the fake it till you make it. We're trying to believe until we receive. We're not trying to just continue to um, act like we got it. No, we are calling those things that be not as though they were and standing firm in our Mm -hmm. faith until we get what it is that God said he was going to bless us with. And that literally is how I made it through my pitfalls and my pains of everything not just entrepreneurship we get like we on a whole we on life now <laughs> entrepreneurship was the path but where god is taking us to is to the life and it's a lot of stuff that's stifling you that's holding you back that's pulling you down i'm feeling it and i just want to share it and a lot of us not just me but i know if it's something god told me in prophecy in a very high prophetic service that i'm a dream maker and he was going to do it for me first so I believe that everything that I have been through, all my pains, all my pitfalls, my passions and my pleasures have all been so that I can be unto the glorification of God. Did I get it wrong? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have been arrogant. I have, yeah, I, have do. I have done everything I just said. I've taken God's glory. I said it was me. I did this. Y'all don't know me. Y'all better Google me. I was doing stuff before Google was Google. So it wasn't, there was no Google in the nineties. You just, you had to do it, put it in print, share it. And now we have so many different platforms that we can be about God's business. And so I just, Mm -hmm. I thank you lady, lady Donna for, for the divine correction, because we need that. So many of us, sometimes we get caught in that, in that the Bible says to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. But if you get caught mm-hmm. in that distortion and you don't take that thought captive, and then you begin to look at yourself with a distorted version of you, uh, uh, without the clarity that God has given you, without the anointing that you're walking in. And to even take it one step further, we not saying our affirmations, we not walking in our I am's, my affirmation for myself. I have the PH, I have a PhD. In God, it's my God degree. I am anointed and appointed for such a time as this. I am blessed, saved, and sanctified. I am protected, healed, and delivered. And when I'm not walking in my I am, that's when I can say, well, I'm not all that. Well, you know, it's just my little, it's just my, I'm not who I think I am. But who did God Mm. say you were? That's it. And in corporate America, Lady Donna, you can speak to it better than anything. Sometimes Hollywood and the South Hollywood of Atlanta can make you for the almighty dollar, take you away from the true authentic self that you are supposed to be and designed by on behalf of an ambassador to God. Those, you know, that, that is, that's a great segue into where I want to go. And in my book, it talks about, I am loved. I am look because sometimes we do and do and do and do for people, and yeah. sometimes it's not reciprocated back. Right, and that hurts when it only hurts when you do not know who you are right. in Christ. Right, I had to find out throughout my journey of um, becoming mm. who God has purposely planned me to be. And now where I am now, walking in his divine purpose, I had to find out who I was becoming. And that's a hurtful process sometimes, Mm -hmm. especially when you don't know who you are. 
When you don't know who you are, someone or anybody could come and tell you who you are and they can be far off Mm. from what the plans have for what the plans of the Lord has for your life. So it's so important. It's so important and it's so imperative that we become to know who we are in Christ. Once you know that, all that other stuff, all of the 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 uh the trying to fit in, all the flashiness, all of that stuff, that's second and third dairy, honey. Right. When you know who you are in Christ and you do what he tells you to do, yes, and what he what he has purposed you to do. Honey, you can walk in any door and don't feel like this here because of the grace and the, and the spirit of the Lord. It, you don't have to go in the door. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. No, no. You can walk in those doors with so much class, so much dignity and be, and be very humble as the Lord will have you, but right on point. Sometimes you don't even, you don't even have to. You don't have to speak a word. Right. You don't have to speak a word. The Holy Spirit on you. People will know that there's a difference in that woman's life and in on and on her. I can walk indoors. I can walk in conference rooms. I can walk in a grocery store. I can go, I could be walking and jogging. And people are like, it's not me. It's the Holy Spirit. I have all kind of ethnicities asking me, who are you? I've seen you before. Mm-hmm. I know you. I'm not out there in social media that heavy mm-hmm. yet. But honey, everywhere I basically go, people always ask me, who are you? It's something about you. Even some of the men who try to hit on me. Here's another, this is so funny. So funny. Even I'm single, 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 single. My my daughter's 32. My son is 29. So look, I'm up there in age, <laughs> but I don't look it. <laughs> mm, absolutely. Listen, listen, this is so funny. I could be in the grocery store in my gym clothes, or I could be working out, and I have guys try to hit on me. The 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 young ones and the old the old ones that need to go. Sit down, down and, somewhere. <laughs> right. But when they begin to uh, have a conversation with me, my conversation is different. Not saying that I'm better than anybody or better than any other woman. No, the, the humbleness and the love of the Lord comes out of my, out of my mouth and out of my life. Right. And before the conversations are over with, with some of these guys, they're like, man, I'm so sorry for trying to hit on you because you are truly a lady. You are truly a woman. And then they will say, some of them will say, but you can't, I can't help but to just be staring at you. I'm like, it's okay to stare. And they, some will tell me you are different and late miss lady stay different. And, and, you know, I get a kick out of that sometimes, but let me tell you, I know who I am in the Lord. And no one, and it has, they can try, they can try. And sometimes it hurts 
because you can clearly see through people, they try to hurt you or try to belittle you or try to, Oh yeah, you, you know, it, it's, I'm so thankful though, that I know who I am in Christ. Amen. And once you know who you are in Christ and no devil in hell, none of his imps, none of his workers or what have you can come and change your mind and your heart, especially when you know who you are in Christ and that you've been called to a greater purpose in life for Christ. Mm. That is amazing. And literally that hurt, that's how I transcend the pain, you know, and, and that literally that belittling is almost like you have to take that that belittling or that rejection and you use it as a stumbling block. And I literally have not published it. It's still in, it's 10 years in the making. I started it in 2020, 2012. Um, I finished it in 2022 and I'm sending it to get edited today. But my book is called The Waiting Room. And it's literally a journey of what to do while you're waiting and you're going through. And at first it was uh, surviving and thriving in your waiting rooms of life. Then it was building after a pandemic. Now it is, what I'm just saying is, you know, rebuilding when you're going through. And I'm like, you can put whatever tagline on it you want. What it was more than anything else, lady, it was the journey that God used to bring me back to him. And and he showed me me. And all of the distortions over the years, like I said, my Baptist upbringing, wanting to um, do right in front of my mom, wanting to wanting my dad to, you know, love me. And and I wanted to be um, accepted and I wanted them to um, make them proud, you know, and, and all of my efforts and then getting married young, having kids young, finished all that. I'm about to be 45 and I'm a technically an empty nester. And it's like, okay, but I still don't feel like I'm, I'll be 45 on Monday, lady. Girl, you look 30. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, my daughter's almost 30. She's, she'll be 26 in November. And then I have a, a, a my, 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 um, my baby girl will be 21 next month and the twins will be 20 next month. So that's my point. Ooh. Like I've done a lot in my young years. And I'm, and I was still up until last year searching for, okay, well, what am I? I know I did. I, I know I did that. That's what I did. That's not who I am. That's what I did. I sung in the choir. You know, I, I was been in church. I did Congress. I've been speaking in large crowds ever since I was 14. Okay. That's what I do. That's not who I am. And all these things I'm searching, all these accolades, I'm looking for that at a girl. But I'm still, even when I get it, I'm still not feeling fulfilled. It's not mm. until I became, as my mama always told me, to be wrapped up, tangled up, tied up in Jesus and not worried about what people think about me, not worried about the image that I'm portraying. I can be me unadulterated and unapologetic, period. Yes, and, yes, and guess what? And the affirmation and the mantra that God gave me is I aspire. I inspire specific people in reaching each dream, vision, mm-hmm. or goal. So to, mm-hmm. to, to everything you just said, I sum that up in saying that, that literally I am diva 
is the solidification and totality of us walking in who we are because of whose we are. That's, mm. that's okay, right. Okay, ladies, y'all gotta it. get this book. Y'all gotta get this book. I am Diva. I know you're gonna tell me yeah. where, and I'll put the links and everything in the comments for um when we when we air it. But I mean, this has just been such a journey of perfection in God. I know everybody's like, oh, you can't never be perfect. You know what? Every time I leave a worship experience, it was perfect. Like I have no complaints. Yeah. The only thing yeah. I would add to it is more time. <laughs> and that ain't <laughs> on him. That's on me. <laughs> That's right. And you know, it, it, the Lord, always, and in his word, he tells us uh, we are the apple of his eye. Mm. To me, that sounds like perfect mm. in him. Mm. Mm. He loves us. Uh, yes, we have our issues and all of that stuff every day. Right. But we are the apple of his eye meaning you could do no wrong mm. to hurt me because I love you that, that much. much. Ooh. That should make us, oh, I felt that one. Mm. That should make us want to continue to yield our lives to the yeah, Lord. Who wouldn't so that we love a God like that? Mm. Someone who's, who, who doesn't know. But it takes women like both you and I and other women of faith and of the Lord to share with them our experiences and our journeys so that they can turn around and say, you know what, Lord, I yield my life to you. I give my life to you, man. And out of all of this here, even the book, even in my dreams, the Lord gave me songs Mm. for the record and i'm i'm actually recording now in the studios and it is so and i'm recording with grammy winners Ooh. i am recording with grammy nominate with uh That's nominated favorite vocal mm. it is it is in, in my book one of the chapters talked about all i wanted to do was try to fit in mm-hmm. during that time but the lord already knew had i really got in into the music industry I might have not made it out alive or or I might have not saying that I was a weak-minded person but I might have gotten caught up with you know how it is in the industry you see all kind of stuff in the background right 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 it's just crazy it is and the Lord just said no mm -mm, mm -mm, uh -uh, I'm gonna keep you you ain't ready I don't want you out there like that right now. All I wanted to do then was just sing. And you know how some people say, oh, they sold their souls to the devil to get in music industry or even, even in gospel music industry, even in TV and film. I'm, I'm not one of those. The Lord say, uh, uh, I need to, I need to keep my hand on you for right now for such a time. And that time is now. And one of the songs in the studio, that I'm I'm working on with this Grammy winner. Um, it's titled "I'm Ready." The first one is titled "You've Been Good," and I'm gonna sing it to you too. Okay, would that be okay? Absolutely, <laughs> ladies. We get a concert today. Woo. Oh Lord, listen! Every time I think about all things you've done for me. Mm. Can't believe 
I can't believe I, I've wasted my time on chasing after me. Just can't imagine where my life would be without you. I would be somewhere, somewhere going crazy. But you've been, you've been good to me. You are the air I breathe, oh Lord. You've been so, so good to me. And the next one is, that's why I'm ready. Ready to do your will. Ready to answer the call. I've been out here too long, yes. I'm ready, ready to pay the price. I will lay down my life. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, Lord. To do your, your will. So that's part of both of those songs. Yes. Ooh, all the times you've been there. You've been there for me. I get so overwhelmed of the thoughts of where I've been. Still, I don't know why you have a place for me, but I'm ready, ready to do your will. I'm ready to answer the call. Oh, my God. Yes, Lord. Mm. That is just a worship experience right there and i i already said i wasn't gonna cry today i already i got myself ready i was excited and literally just it just took me into a place of worship they are worship songs that you it was just you listen to the words and it just took me to romans we were bought with a price you know and and a lot of times we want our agenda. We want to do what we want to do. We don't want to follow the what God said. We want to do it our way, but he's we we still want him to bless it. And no, if you're gonna if you wanna walk with God, it's gonna cost you something. It's, it's so gonna cost you, you everything. And and I felt that. Lay it down. Lay down your attitude. Lay down your way. Lay down your your purpose. Lay down your plans. Lay down what the corporate said you were supposed to be. Lay down what your spouse said you were supposed to be. Lay down what your parents and what your family said you should be. Lay it down. And I just felt that. I just felt all of that. And I'm just like, ladies, gentlemen, everybody listening, if you guys are really struggling to 
um, instead of doing what God called you to do, you're trying to be who your boss called you to be or be um, what you think that your spouse wants and not the woman or man of God that you've been called to be. We got to take off the mask, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Not the literal yes. mask of protection, but the mask of covering yes. the fakeness so that we can yes. deal with yes. that. And we can really give God. Yes. I, I looked up the word anxiety in the Bible and you know where I found it? Jesus said, cast all your cares and anxieties on me. Yes. So the number one place in the Bible where you're looking up a way to deal with your anxiety, Jesus said, give it to me. You ain't supposed to deal with this. It's just certain Mm -hmm. things. He already told us we was going to have trouble. He already told you you was going to overcome. And it's like we still sitting in it. And we not walking in everything we could be in. And that worship song, it just took me there. I'm just like, come on. I'm sorry. And that's, that's, that's not even half of the (laughs) dynamic of the song. I just want the people to hear the lyrics. The music is, is to know not one, honey, is is bad. But I want the people to, to gravitate and hear the words of the song. And everybody walking this earth has either gone through something ugly or traumatic. Not one person walking this earth. Trust me, you've gone through something. 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 Even, even I will say this here, not picking, not pulling this out to pick on, but even the atheists have mm-hmm. gone through something. They don't even believe in God. They don't even believe in Jesus Christ, but they've gone through something. And can I even go so, so far my, as to say that right there? Maybe because they've gone to, through something, that's what would cause them to stop believing. Yes, that is true. My prayer is that last song that I sung, I've looked to the left, I looked to the right, I sure enough don't want to go backwards. Right. I'm moving, I want to go forward. I lost money. I lost family during the pandemic. Who else can I turn to? If is there a God? Is there a God? And that song, I want them to know that yes, yes. there is a God. Yes. All you have to do is recognize, turn, repent, recognize that there is a God mm. and give your life to him. Mm-hmm. Trust me. That's the best best choice ever in life. 